to team or not to team? That is the question that we have to ask all the time when it comes into this merchant services world. Am I going to be a lone ranger? Am I going to go do it by myself? We've, put, you know, we've recorded a video a while back called Am I a Lone Ranger? But today I really want specifically to ask Danny the pros and cons of having a team because there are, there are both. There's good and bad. And that's why we have Danny come in with the five with Danny right now. Let's get started. All right, Danny, can you tell us uh, specifically some of the pros and cons of just doing it by yourself, maybe you and your you know, significant other, or building a team and a team of teams and just keep adding more and more partners? And some of our offices actually have more staff and more employees and more than we do as Paprotech, and then just keep growing. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the pros and cons of to team or not to team? Absolutely. It's all yours, sir. To team or not to team, that is the question, and I say yes to both. Um, now, it's a, the, the real big question there is what are your goals, right? You got to first start off and identify what you want to accomplish. Um, is it income driven? Is it status driven? Um, are you looking to accomplish a number of accounts specifically? Um, you know, there's a lot of ego in sales, so that could have something to do with it as well, right? So um, I think. The conversations that I have daily with partners on this very topic um, are team, right? I mean, go in that direction if you're able to, if it makes sense with your goals, and if it's something that you can do. But before you go the route of the team, make sure you have a foundation first. I see all too often um, sales partners seeing the benefits of teams, right? We've got a lot of big partner offices that have a lot of reps that work with them. Uh, and, you know, they're a large, uh, a large organization um, that, that processes through us and they submit a lot of business and there's a lot to be said about that, right? There's a lot of income that comes from that. There's obviously more headaches, more numbers, more people, more money, um, but then there's more opportunity for, for issues as well, right? So that just comes with the territory as you do more business. Uh, and that's something that people see and they wanna do that. They wanna be a part of that. And most, most of you out there can accomplish that. But what I talk to peop everybody about before you get that, that road going right before you get on that path start by yourself or like nate just said start with your significant other and build a foundation right before you actually get to the point of building a team there's a lot that goes into that before you get there you've got to have this foundation of accounts of income coming in that's steady and consistent because that does several things for you it allows you to kind of branch out and focus on other things other than sales because you've got a foundation uh, and you've got that income coming in um, it also gives you that experience with working with us, working with the different systems, the application processes, all the, the nitty gritty details that come with the sales day-to-day -day stuff. Um, you need to know that. That helps with that foundation and that's only gonna help as you take that next step of building a team. So first and foremost, get that foundation built uh, before you go in that direction. And if it's part of your roadmap, then you've got some, uh, some leeway, so to speak, to put the sales book down, and focus on how you can build this organization, how you can build this team and roadmap that out, right? Whether it's from a recruitment standpoint, hiring some friends, some salespeople, getting things done part-time and just really starting to drive that and get a team going underneath you. Cause it's gonna take a lot away from the sales, especially to start, right? You're gonna have to teach them the art of the sale, right? As you've done so well to build your foundation. Um, you're going to have to teach them a lot of the different processes. Now, we help with a ton of that as well, um, but that takes away from you selling. So keep that in mind. But uh, I say yes to both. 
Um, but start with the foundation. Start with you first, and then uh, and then grow towards that team and and get to that point. Danny, are there certain uh, whether it's personality traits or things you have picked up on people over time? You're like, I can see they're going to be really successful. Uh, by themselves or really successful building a team? And what are some of those traits of people that you're like, man, that's, those are the things that I can see there's going to thrive. Anyone can learn things, but that it's just naturally going to come to them. Or maybe they should, or some, you know, we have a lot of lone rangers that are really, you know, they're exactly where they want to be. Um, are there some traits that you would uh, say, hey, start looking in your, into yourself. And, you know, if you have this truth, then put the plan and the strategy together to stay a lone ranger or build the team. Absolutely. I see it all the time. And uh, I think, you know, first and foremost, just general sales skills and some of those traits that come with it. Um, the ability to adapt is very important, right? You've got to be able to do that, especially as you have, uh, have a team underneath you and start to build an organization. I think one of the key traits that I've seen is uh, you got to be a team player and you got to be a people person, right? All too often, um, a lot of sales representatives out there, they stay lone rangers, and that can be because maybe they don't play well with others, which that's okay. You, you don't have to play well with everybody, and you can build a really successful portfolio. We have a lot of reps uh, that do that. Now, it's not because they don't play well with others. It's just not part of their roadmap to build a team. Um, but that's, that's a key trait that I see, as well as um, the ability to deal with issues and challenges as they arise. Whenever you get to the point of dealing with a team, you're dealing with different personalities, you're dealing with different uh, different businesses and more businesses than what you had done whenever you were building it yourself at first, right? Um, so the ability to really deal with that and and manage it well um, and help people and help others and always maintain focus on your on your core goal, those are the traits that I see in partners that are successful, right? It's not just about the gift of gab, the always being on in sales, right? Um, I think all of us always have to do that, especially as we build, build our book of business. But the ability to adapt and the ability to be a people person and constantly uh, stay focused on the goal regardless of the issue at hand, I think that those are some key traits that, uh, that partners need to have as they look to build a team and build an organization and, and really grow that portfolio from a one-man show uh, to a highly profitable team-driven uh, team. Driven team so. Is that a team-driven team. Yes. I they, like well, I mean, and, and, but I think it's sometimes when you're a team-driven team, when you're focused on that team, it means you're probably going to be working more, not less. And a lot of I, what I see a lot of times is people who are have chosen to be the Lone Ranger or a smaller shop and it's still very successful, but they also can take some days off or weeks or even months off versus if you're building a team, that means there's going to be a, a, lot of time, a lot less time on the beach and a lot more time on the phone. Is that right? I mean, would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Now, the, I, I think that some of the goals for those that really want to build a team, they're also looking at, you know, eventually I'm going to have people selling underneath me where I don't have to sell yep. so much. I'm going to continue to grow my income through the sales of my partners. And also, as you're building a team, you might also develop uh, internal teams, right? Not just sales teams. You might have an activations department. You might have a support team. And I say team, we're talking one, two, three people that might be focused on activating new merchant accounts. They might be focused on supporting existing merchants as opposed to calling into the 800 number. Those are keys to success as you build a team. And that's a huge part 
of it. Now, initially, especially as you're getting to that point, you want to talk about working overload. Um, I can introduce you to a number of our partners that are doing just that now and have done that over the last several years. And you, know, you want to talk about the 20 hour days and, you know, seven days a week and really never putting it down. Um, but they're getting to these points that they're able to step away from it because they've got everything moving as a well-oiled machine and it's working out really well for them and they're seeing their income increase month over month, year over year without them actually having to be out there selling, right? So there's something to be said about that, working harder than ever for that period of time and then seeing the fruits of that labor down the road, it's massive. Um, but you're right, Nate, is at least initially and even down the road, you're gonna be working a lot harder um, but it can actually bring you more income in the long run. Well, this has been a topic that we will keep bringing up. This is kind of team week. We're going to be talking about how different ways you can compensate your team. Um, the high five is going to be on how you can recruit and build your team. How do you find those new teammates? Uh, all this is the kind of stuff we want to cover. And what we would really be find helpful is if you would then give us some comments. You can email me at nmanahanpaper at papertech.com and give us some reviews. If you like what you're hearing here at Five with Danny, you can help us out. I've been watching the stats. We've been a couple of weeks. Uh, about half of you are listening uh, just on our our website and through YouTube. And about half of you are subscribed already at Spotify, at Apple Podcasts, at Google Podcasts, at Overcast, and wherever the other podcast app you're using. If you go there and review specifically Spotify and Apple Podcasts, that helps us out the most. Give us a five-star review. Maybe give us a couple extra stars in that review. Tell us why you love Danny and why you love working with Danny and how much information you're getting from these great Five with Danny shows. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on Five with Danny. Five.